From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, January 26th. I'm Marco Werman. Haitian earthquake survivors look to their neighbors for help. Also, Europe's cap-and-trade system is supposed to be a way to get the market to help business go green. Companies get permits based on how much carbon dioxide they emit, but critics call it cap-and-giveaway for polluters. Free! The more they've been polluting, the more they get. It's like we're thanking them for creating this problem in the first place. Also, we visit a museum for Mexico's drug wars, and we sing a swan song for love. Now this news. BBC News with Jonathan Izard. Two senior lawyers working for the British Foreign Office in the run-up to the Iraq War have told an official inquiry that they advised the government on a number of occasions that the invasion was illegal. One of the lawyers, Sir Michael Wood, said he had informed the Foreign Secretary at the time that the use of force against Iraq was contrary to international law. The second lawyer, Elizabeth Wilmshurst, told the inquiry that she thought the process followed was lamentable. We were talking about the massive invasion of another country, the changing of a government and the occupation of that country. And in those circumstances, it did seem to me that um, we ought to follow the safest route. But it was clear that the, the Attorney General was not going to stand in the way of the, of the government going into conflict. The Attorney General at the time, Lord Goldsmith, is due to give evidence on Wednesday. The American car manufacturer General Motors has confirmed that it's reached agreement to sell the Swedish firm Saab. The new owner is Spiker Cars, a small Dutch manufacturer of luxury sports cars. GM put Saab on the market more than a year ago, but negotiations on earlier deals had fallen through. The financial details have not been disclosed, but the new company will be known as Saab Spiker Automobiles. Nigel Cassidy reports. The car industry has a long history of unlikely rescue bids, many of them ultimately unsuccessful. But this one must beat them all for audacity. A tiny loss-making Dutch company that sold just 23 cars in the first six months of last year is to take on a car maker that made and sold 90,000 cars in 2008. It's also succeeded doing a deal in the nick of time. Saab is in the process of being officially wound down, although the 3,500 workers in Sweden have yet to be laid off. A parliamentary commission in France has called for a ban on the wearing of face-covering veils by Muslim women using public hospitals, schools, government offices and public transport. It also recommended that anyone showing visible signs of what it called radical religious practice should be refused residence cards and citizenship. Dominic Hughes reports from Paris. The report says the niqab is a challenge to the secular values of the French Republic, an unacceptable excess that must be condemned. Legislation is now likely to follow, but it's an issue that has divided all parties. Some on the right would go further, banning the niqab altogether. That would probably fall foul of the French constitution. But some on the left are worried that any ban stigmatises Muslims in general and will only hurt women already forced to wear the veil, further isolating them from French society. Military commanders in Honduras have been cleared of abusing their power by expelling the then-President Manuel Celaya from the country last June. The Supreme Court dismissed the charges brought by state prosecutors against the six commanders. They had been accused of exceeding their authority by ordering soldiers to put Mr Celaya on a plane to Costa Rica during the coup. World News from the BBC. 
There are continuing uh, talks are continuing in Northern Ireland to try to resolve a political crisis that threatens the power-sharing assembly there. The British Prime Minister Gordon Brown has been meeting all the political parties in the province as he and his Irish counterpart Brian Cowan try to broker a deal between the two main parties, Sinn Féin and the Democratic Unionists. The World Health Organization and the pharmaceutical industry have been criticized for their handling of last year's swine flu pandemic. At a hearing of the Council of Europe, the European Human Rights Body, the WHO faced accusations that it exaggerated the danger of the virus under pressure from drug companies. When the WHO declared a pandemic last June, most European countries bought millions of doses of vaccine, believing that swine flu carried a very high death rate. NATO has appointed Britain's ambassador to Kabul, Mark Sedwill, to be its new top civilian chief in Afghanistan. He said he was taking up the post as the country was entering a decisive period.